Can you hear me? No, I respect Bobby Foster. I'm very much responsible for the success of this year's podcast. I don't know what to say. Um, I get like 20, 25 emails a day. I think our commission's scumbag. Week 5 in the SBFFL. Shap and Troy are feeling like trailer park boys after Ricky Seals-Jones and Julian Edelman got sent to jail again. Odell Bubbles Jr. didn't have any problems seeing with his big googly eyes, but he should spend more time playing with his kitties and less time popping off about Shap and Troy in the media. The bottle kids Miller and Kling were running wild and Mr. Leahy Fitzgerald was too busy playing with his shit puppets to contribute, but Kenny Gallo Randy's gut managed to wiggle its way into the end zone. OJ to the ROC Howard was happy to be on the sidelines for this one, nah I'm saying. At this point, I can't tell if it's me talking to the Derek Lickar. Maybe next time Zach and Troy will show some respect for the guy in the chub. Miami guys want to eat? How you gonna retain my business 88? Tick, 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 tick. Two underdogs find themselves surrounded by dangerous, dirty creatures on their quest to destroy their one ring. I'm talking, of course, about Jake and Connor on their way to Rick's Cabaret. Big Ben put his walking boot up Matt and Brandon's ass as Joe tried mixing up the medicine but couldn't find the cure for Jake and Connor's dominance, even with two inactive players in their starting lineup. Tory Lionel Davis crashed down to earth with less than seven points this week. That's pretty dark, Boom. And Saquon Charles Barkley was anything but terrible. Jake and Connor take Matt and Brandon to Antonio Brown Town and go Randy Savage Bullock flying elbow drop on their ass. Ah, the Lord of the Rings, 103. Matto sucks Dak, 95. we head to the Big Easy, where we would like to be the first to congratulate Drew Breezy on setting the passing yards record. Unfortunately, that was not enough to stop Mason Bill Crosby from putting Brandon Cooks and Tyler Crawford to sleep as they threw up matching J-E-L-L zeros. Vin Diesel Manchanda and Luda Christian Dello cruised past Russell Paul Walker Jr. and Aaron Rock Bednarski behind 22.2 Fast 2 Furious points from Tyrese Yeldon. Infinity Jauntlet 94.7, Rolls-Royce Freeman 87.2. What? At this time, I'd like to be the first to find Dave and Bob for a team name and logo for a player who's not even on that roster anymore. In the annual battles for 15th place, the Lion Boys put a woman on the commission's brother and sidekick for the second straight year. Juju Smiths had let the show sting begin as him and James Connor's stealer black and gold members dangled in Dave and Bob's face. 
Devontae may be a free man, but the Pittsburgh D kept him locked up all day. While Doug Balding Baldwin had about as many catches as he does hair on his head, failing to put up a single point. Chris Keenan Thompson should stick to working on Saturday night, because his performance on Monday night was arguably more dead than live. Steven Gostowski may be the kicker Dave and Bob want to marry, but the Ryans would rather butt her and then never call her again. They take home the weekly high money, and all of a sudden the Ryans are back, 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 in a big way. Wait a second. Oh? Huh? Dave and Bob remain named after Jimmy Garoppolo, even though they dropped him two weeks ago. Hey, boom. That's age. That's gotta be a hefty fine. You're right about that. Nothing hurts more than a 96-point loss. And in terms of productive wide receivers, Dave and Bob are two girls with one cup. Levy on the sidelines, 120.2. Jimmy Dumagool, 96.1. Rumbling, bumbling. He's not! Cut him! Cut him! At this time, the commissioner would like to read a written statement slash poem. Huh? Provided by Kyle Brees. Huh? Regarding his matchup. Come on, man. This matchup was over Thursday when Brady threw for 341. No Graham TDs in Green Bay. Amari was one reception and done. Kelsey got 100. In our plans was a wrench. No one found the end zone and we were almost outscored by our bench. Commission Ryman prevail. The champs can't get a win. The boat can't sail. Thank God. Dave and Bob are in our division. The commission is the McManus with the golden gun Tate after he delivered a Carlos headshot to the defending champs. What? They say Ryman's are forever, and they're also 4-1 and one on the season. Tyler must feel his sky falling since his bench nearly outscored his starting lineup despite Rashad Moneypenny being on the lam all afternoon. The name's Boyd. Tyler Boyd. And the quantum of Marshawn Solinch led the charge as the commish used his license to Kelsey and ran roughshod like Kevin Namju with Alex Trevelyan and the RP90 back on the N64. They say tomorrow never die Sean Watsons. But even Pierce Breeznan thinks it's time running out for Tyler Dr. Nomi. Kelsey Clint 89, Big Bortles Brand 74. It's a fumble. Mike Powers called his local drug dealer this week to get some of that Robbie Good Gold. But before he could pick up that Purple Henry, his dealer got jammed up by his partner for dealing Mark Ingrams. Matto might be a dirty Keelan cop, but even he does a George Kittle bit of police work every now and then. And who can blame him? New York City's got a new Jordan breed of criminal, and our men in blue just aren't safe out there playing cops and Rogers anymore. You gotta get up pretty girly in the morning if you have any hope of stopping this crime scene, Deferian Jenkins. I'll keep it a buck, Alan, with you. Powers and O are fortune-genuine enough that they got out of this one alive. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood 109. Can't stop the Keelan. 86. Georgia and they were looking for a soul to fill in. They were in a bind and they were way behind and they were looking to make a Dalvin. Their opponent said, my name's John Haas and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're gonna regret because I'm the best there's ever Boswell. John Haas, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard because hell's broke loose in Georgia and the Kevins deal the cards. 
And if you lose, you'll get this shiny rinker made of gold. But if you lose, the Kevins get your pensions. The Kevins opened up their cousins and said, I'll start this show. And fire blew from his finger to I Hilton's as he rosined up his bow. And he pulled the bow across the strings and it made Nebron hiss. Then a band of Devontae's joined in and it sounded something like this. Kevin's finished, John Haas said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the Michael Crabtree, run, boys, run. The Kevin's in the house of the rising sun. Crowder on Monday night, getting the job done. Grand as your Duke bike, no, he just runs. their fists because their victory was sweet and they laid that golden rinker on the ground at John Haas's feet. Kevin Airy said, Dennis, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, we're the best there's ever been. Fire in the Michael Crabtree, run boys, run. The Kevin's in the house of the rising sun. Crowder on Monday night, get the job done. Grand as your Duke bike, no, he just run. Spread. There's no place like Mahomes, and Jamario is going to be Alex calling your moms after Garrett and Juan handed them their first loss of the season. Jimmy might be a big boy, but if he throws another tantrum like this one, he's going to have to ride in his Mitchell Trabookster seat in the family Camara. I don't joke about you, but I think David Hasselgolf and his Knight Ridley may be leading the best team in the SPFFL. David Jimmy Johnson is running hotter than a supercar at the Talladega Super Speedway, and it's making me tie weak in the knees. Michael Thomas, the tank engine, thinks he can, thinks he can, thinks he can recover from this one, but Jamario is Stefan digging themselves into a hole now that they find themselves tied atop their division with Kevin Coleman and Kevin Funchess. Harold and Kamara go to White Castle 102. Take my home's country road. 88. <laughs> ah, this is the O Show, and that was week five's fastest. And uh, maybe it's most creative. We had input from a few new people. Um, shout out to Jimmy Ryan. And as a gift for his contribution, we're going to jump right into a call with him. Keep this one pretty short today. Enjoy. A lot of Bob Ryan talk. You're not going to want to miss it. Dr. Ryan. Hey, doctor, how are you? 
going on, bro? Oh, you know, I'm walking through the city to catch the ferry, and uh, I wanted to check in and hear how the, the world's worst start in fantasy football history is, is treating you. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it's the world's worst since we did win a game in a big way last week. And then we walked away with some cash, right? Did you win the high of the week? I think so. Wow, I don't remember the last time I checked the high of the week. Good for you. Wow. I mean, it was a shrewd trade. You know, taking the, paying the short-term penalty for uh, James Conner and giving up the, everybody's favorite emerging receiver in Kenny Galladay. Uh, I, I do love Kenny Galladay, as most people do. He's a great namesake if you want to name you want to do a corny name after him, um, but you know Connor got a few uh, a few names up his sleeve, and uh, he also puts up more than two points a game. So he would come in and help our team win. <laughs> so, wh- are you think you're going to be in a spot in a couple weeks where you're starting him and Le'Veon? Could be when Le'Veon gets traded to the Eagles. Now, is this a move to compete or just a panic? I can't get the wallet. Uh, it's a move to compete. I mean, we've, we we. We went 0 and 6 one year in the league, and we uh, we lost. We just missed the playoffs by like points tiebreaker. Ooh, it's, it's possible. I no, mean, I, I did start 8 0 and then finish 8 and 5 this year. Yeah, things are possible. You know, it's it's. I had people after, when I was 0 and 2. I had people, you know, trying to get Olivion for uh, for low end or you know low end guys, as if it was the end of the world. I think people are overreacting. Um, you know, people who make the playoffs have have six wins, uh, six losses. So we had four, and we'll probably end with four. You just like you just like up in the degree of difficulty. Yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 won it two years ago. We won it a couple years before that. So how many is a couple? I don't know. Arian Foster was on our team, so. <laughs> I see. I do that all the time. I'm like, yeah. I mean, me and me and Della won a couple years ago. It's been like seven or eight years. I mean, by the way. I don't know if the right is the statistical analysis to back that up. Where, where are you right now? It sounds like Godzilla in the background. Oh, I'm in New York City, so it's possible he could show up at any moment. Yeah. So, uh, what else is going on in that roster? What are your thoughts on Le'Veon getting traded to the Eagles? I love it. What could be better? As, as broken by part of my cake. You know, we're not going to... We're not going to give him the money he wants, but if he wants to play and then maybe there's a handshake deal, we don't give him a franchise tag, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I would. I mean, if he went to the Bucks, I'd be a Ryan Fitzpatrick and Le'Veon Bell Super Bowl. That'd be, that'd be pretty dope. What do you mean, Ryan um, Fitzpatrick? Isn't Ryan Fitzpatrick riding pine right now? For now. I'm starting uh, James, famous Jameis in another league. Yeah, no, Jameis will do that. You know, we're, I think we're going to do a quarterback by committee. Since you know Ryan Fitzpatrick's kind of like Lamar Jackson, so. uh-huh. and, uh huh. And who's the white guy on the Saints who cost me a victory this week? Hill. Yeah. Hill. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I really don't support mobile white quarterbacks. This is not. That's not the aesthetic that I'm into. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of problematic. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll give that a hard sleep when I put this on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think... Yeah. In 2018, it's not racist to denigrate white people. Well, is reverse racism a thing? Embrace the bait. Oh, uh, it's certainly not on this podcast. Okay. You know, I think... Black yeah. kickers and punters. 
Oh, I support that. God damn it. I am stuck behind a bus on a highway. And they stopped. You got a bus stop in the middle of the highway. Okay. That doesn't work. Did you save any lives today? What's up? Did you save any lives today? I fixed the people's arms. Oh, uh, wait, are you, are you finally out of that portion? Are you just doing us, like, uh, phones and shit like that now? Yeah, yeah, strictly orthopedics. So, you know, it can still save people's lives in orthopedics, but it's rare. Uh, I've done it. I was going to say, I was going to say orthoscopic. I knew that wasn't the right word. Well, we do some orthoscopic stuff. I know, but uh, the word I was looking for was orthopedic, and it was just not coming up. Yeah, I know. Same amount of syllables. Not sure about that. Don't count it, but check it out. What's Bob Ryan up to? Is he just checked out after you guys went on for? No, he he's uh you know he's very involved. Uh, this is the first year that he's not blaming me for losses. Um, he's blaming Le'Veon Bell, so I'm I'm on board. Um, he was happy with our trade. Um, but Bob Ryan has been passionate. Start out on it's just dog shit. You know, we're putting up, I don't know, we'll put up like 60 points last week or something. And then we make a big-ass trade. James Conner goes up. We end up winning. We, we, put up, we put up a high week. And I, I come see him at the end of the day. I'm flying home from Nashville, and I, I saw him when I landed. Not to brag. And uh, I, he goes... You know, I'm watching. We're going against Cooper Cup. They're throwing him a hundred times, and, and our guy Juju. They, they throw him four times all game. I'm like, Dad, Juju had like 20 points, and, and we won by like 50. Like, what? What are you complaining about? <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, we might win high of the week, but you know, I'm sure they'll come back and they'll and they'll take high of the week. And we're going against you know Chris Thompson, and he needs 40 points to win. We'll probably get it. I'm like, oh, you have been watching the Buccaneers and the Mets for way too long. And the, and the sad thing is, like, he, he's usually right. That, like, well, he's only right if you if, if you refuse to allow it. Like, if you push back on it, then he's going to be right. If you just ignore it, it never happens. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's the, probably the only person in the world who who when that pop-up came to Luis Castillo about eight years ago to end the Mets Yankees game. Who knew that he was going to drop it to lose the game? <laughs> and the Mets fans in the league, in, in our league might know what I'm talking about. Everyone else may not, but um, it was you know bottom of the ninth. The Mets are up by by one, and Mark Teixeira hits a pop-up to the second baseman. Luis Castillo drops it, two-run score, and they win. You know what? Uh, I just came up with a great idea for content. We're going to sit Bob down in front of a computer and we're going to make a YouTube playlist of all the sports lowlights of his life. And then we're going to just live film his reactions and commentary. And it'll be like a VH1 behind the music. Yeah, I, I, I think we should get all the old guys on a panel and just kind of just talk some pop culture with them, show them some music videos, get their thoughts on politics. Uh, I think that would be... A very solid, not not even a podcast, just uh, get them on camera so they can't hide their reactions. Let Bob let know that we're doing that, that we're going to we're gonna play these videos, we're going to film it, and, and we're going to chop it up for content. And frankly, I would be surprised if we see 2 million views by you. I think he'd be on board because I think he's down for any, any opinions that aren't Mike Mariano's because, you know, it seems like Mike throws out an opinion and everyone else is, is all over it. And any opposition is immediately crushed. 
So I yep. think if Bob has any opportunity to uh, go against the dictatorship in the league and, and put another mother opinion out there, he, he'd be down. Let's see, uh, this is something I've been carefully cultivating for decades. Uh, yeah, carefully, yes. Carefully, no. It's been completely blatantly obvious that no one's going to give a shit. No, of course not. And like, you know, it's like an Alexander the Great thing. I travel around with a publicist who just charts my great deeds as they happen in real time. Alexander the Great did that? Oh, yeah. He has like a staff of guys just pumping out information. He has the same birthday as me. Not to brag, but... Wow. It's a, sh- it's a shame he took all of the good juju that birthday had to offer and just hiked it for himself. Uh, I think Gandhi has the same birthday, too, so joke's on you. Wow. Joke. I really have egg on my face. You know who else? I think Troy Comstory is the same birthday as me, so... I don't know if that helps or hurts, but shout out, Troy. I think I have Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think that Trump offers. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> How many Yahoo Sports public leagues is Bob in that he got in off of Fox News message boards? <laughs> no, he's not in any of those, but but Bob's, Bob's greatest uh, internet feed is the fact that there are no less than 10 prominent sports writers or athletes that follow him on Twitter and the same amount that have him blocked on Twitter. <laughs> I've seen him chirping at the Mets beat writer all the time. Yeah, well, there's like a few that he doesn't anymore because he's blocked. But, he, but the other ones follow Like, they have good conversations. But uh, does he have a troll account? No, I mean, no, it's not a troll account. I mean, no, no, I mean, he has his Volvo account, but does he also have a troll account? No, no, no. They're one in the same. <laughs> It's one of my favorite things in the world. Came in my uncle Mike. It's like people living in two universes, two different universes. We got literal, you know, Mr. Left Wing, Mr. Right Wing, just tweeting and complaining about the same exact opposite. Wait, who's the left wing guy? Uncle Mike. My uh, my mom's brother. Oh my God, he he literally tweets that Donald Trump every single day, every single tweet, like he's one of those like Twitter activists. Sir, sir. Sir, this is really dangerous, sir. Yeah, that's Uncle Mike. He's up with every single Every once in a while, Mike Powers will screenshot it. Because somehow, because I, I don't know how Mike Powers follows him on Twitter, too. I was going to say, that's, that's incredible. we got to get Bob's following up. Is there a market for a right-wing fantasy football island? Um, yeah, I... I think a duel, uh, we get two, uh, two groups with one, uh, one stone there. I think InfoWars needs a fantasy football correspondent. Well, I think Alex Jones is, uh, is that his name? Yeah. Like banned from, from the social media? You know, I really do think there's a market here. Bob can do like a Peter Griffin style, grinds my gears, conservative guy's fantasy football team. If there was ever a time in world history or you can make a living doing that this time right now. Yeah. Well, Bob's not usually wrong. He's just, he's just very pessimistic. And, you know, uh, most short, of what he says is correct. He's short a very Larry David-like where he says stuff and you question it, but he always ends up being correct. Sure. You know, short selling is kind of hot these days. Elon Musk is chirping at him, getting himself in trouble. I think Bob could be the short seller of the fantasy football industry. Yeah, we gotta get him on the internet smoking weed. Uh, I mean, I personally would really like to see that. I don't know if that's good for his brand, though. 
He can do whatever he wants. He's, he's almost retired. <laughs> Alright. I'm getting on the ferry. Tell Bob that we're doing that. And I, don't, I haven't decided yet if we're going to do the research for his sports low life ourselves or if we're going to ask him to make a list for us and we'll get the video. Uh, I know I know the list. <laughs> I know the list. Uh, there are and lows. No, I, I want a video segment with him and John and Dennis. I guess, you know what, we can work, guys. I don't know when we're going to get them all together to do it, but we'll make that happen. Alright. Alright, I'm out of here. See you, buddy. Get me a thing like plant Can you hear me? Plant a 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 plant to get like 20, 25 emails a day. Uh, I think our commission is a scumbag.